Welcome back to Seriously Funny. I'm your host, Mashnor Kabir, and I fix problems with duct tape. I haven't talked to you in two weeks, although you didn't notice that. I am back from that graduation party. It was interesting. Uh, I took nice clothes because I thought it'd be a proper sort of thing, but it was a picnic at a park, uh, and I'd packed a nice dress shirt with some nice pants. I was determined to wear it, so I didn't lug it over there for no reason. So while everyone is out there in that picnic wearing shorts and t-shirts, I'm wearing a dress shirt and a tie. I don't dress up fancy ever. I don't wear any pants other than joggers. So the fact that I was the only one dressed classy, you know, sniff, sniff, uh, was backwards. But whatever, it was all right. Other than the fact that it was nearly 100 degrees Fahrenheit and my dress shirt was black. Aside from that, it went all right. Saw my cousins, they're doing all right. I got to pet a bunch of cats. That's always fun. I'm still watching Shakugan no Shana. I'm on season three now. I did take a small break during the trip from my sleep studying, but I'm putting in a few hours every single day, making some good progress. I'm considering whether I'll write a script for the episodes or just read off my pseudo wiki page. Um, and I'm also considering if I should split it into two or three episodes and if I should make those YouTube videos I spoke about ages ago, uh, explaining topics simpler than what I'll, you know, how deep we'll get into here on the podcast. Um, but yeah, wow, gone for two weeks and I give the longest intro ever. Nice. But yeah. Anyways, the first thing we got here, uh, I finished school a few weeks ago, you know, and I didn't finish finish school, but my first, you know, first year, um, but trauma is still there and trauma doesn't go away when it's uh, over. So we're going to talk a little bit more about school. So thank you for being my therapist. This is why I miss talking to you. Uh, I started getting on the, you know, F school bandwagon around 10th grade. Uh, most kids don't like schoolwork. The social aspect of school is awesome. I adored everyone in my high school. The work is just, you know, not fun. But a lot of kids around the high school time start bringing up the arguments that we all know and love. You know, school doesn't actually teach kids. School was made a long time to go. Time, time ago to train factory workers and hasn't changed. And this is true, by the way. School was designed for getting kids into factories. Nowadays, the curriculum and the way that it does things is a little bit more focused on getting you into a basic cubicle nine to five sort of job. Um, but that's the system. So in 10th grade, anyways, I fell into this place, this, you know, screw school. I thought school was useless, stupid, and a waste of time. And the thing about me is that I had the credibility to argue that point with the adults uh, of my culture who came to this country as immigrants. And, you know, they, you know, the stereotype of, you know, go through school, do well in school. And if you get a B, we're kicking out of the house that, you know, that existed in my family and in my, uh, in my, yeah, in my family. So, you know, that's, that's kind of how, you know, I was brought up. And so, uh, the reason that I could argue this screw school stuff and I could go to these adults and say, if hey, school is dumb, 
uh, is because I had the highest academic performance of every, you know, first generation child in my family. Uh, I graduated with a 4.19 GPA in high school. I had AP classes starting in sophomore year. I was two years ahead of ahead in math classes since I was in seventh grade. Um, I did pretty well in school, and I felt at the t- in high school. I mean, college. I'm I'm basic. I'm just average now, but <laughs> I did well in school, and I felt at the time that allowed me to argue that school sucked because no one could pull out the "you don't like it because you're bad at it" card. You know, I wasn't bad at it. Uh, where I stopped with the with the whole uh, school is garbage arguments is after asking myself, would I let a surgeon without a degree do surgery on me? And then I asked, would I let a lawyer without a degree represent me? No, I would not like that to happen. So there goes my entire argument. School must have some value somewhere. None of these adults could bring that argument up, but, you know, pretty pretty simple argument right there. I I don't know why no one said that. But anyways, if someone says screw school, give them that one. Um, But yeah, anyways, there's some value in school that means not for everyone for sure. There's certain things you just don't need school for. Um, But it's always a good backup plan. And you know, and I've learned recently, like, if you want a 98% guarantee of how to get rich quick, you know, you see all these get rich quick schemes in, in life. But here's the actual legitimate, I'm going to give you the get rich quick scheme. Go through school, go to college, and become an engineer. Don't be like me, don't do electrical engineering, but any other engineering. Being a doctor takes a long time, being a lawyer takes a long time, but an engineer, you can do four years of college, get an internship, do your best, you'll be offered a job out of college, live in the Midwest, and you'll be a millionaire in a few years with a nice house and a nice car. There you go. Boom. That's how you get rich quick here in America. It's pretty simple. It takes a a bit of time, but there's a 98% guarantee you're going to have a lot of money. But yeah. I stopped saying school sucks after that. And another thing was that, you know, around the middle of my junior year, I thought about complaining and complaints and realized they're useless. 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 Uh, I've talked about this on the podcast. Complaining is dumb. And I'm not going to fix the school system more so. I don't even know what the school system would need to do to fix itself. Uh, some people may say, Oh, but there are some schools that are really weird in the traditional sense. Schools with a lot of free time. Schools that let their students make all the decisions. Those are private schools. They are funded by rich parents. Public schools have limited staff. And actually, they don't have enough staff at all. We don't have enough teachers. We don't have enough uh, anyone at schools. Why am I getting a call this early in the morning? All right. Well, that was fun. Anyways, we're back. Uh, (laughs) Where was I? Yeah. Those are private schools. They're funded by rich parents. Public schools have limited staff. They don't even have enough enough staff. We don't have that many teachers. Uh, Probably because, you know, they get paid garbage. But, you know, they attempt to teach hundreds of thousands of kids across the country. Public schools do. Fixing the public school system is something that's going to be happening at scale. And that's really, really, really hard. Fixing one school, we can probably do that. Fixing two, maybe. Fixing a few, like, thousand, that's not easy. That's really, really, really hard. 
especially because it's probably different everywhere and making sure curriculums work, working around the business monopolies that, you know, or monopolies that businesses have on, on some of the educational material that most schools use, you know, like Pearson and Pearson sucks. You know, it's really, really hard to fix everything because it's not as simple as, Hey, look at this one school that's really successful. That school that's really successful, I promise you is a private school. It doesn't work that way in public schools. In private schools, there's like seven kids per classroom. One teacher can like really individually teach each student. Uh, they like it's just more personal. There's more you can do. And either we need to increase our teacher staff, in which case we need to increase the building sizes and the in the um, the infrastructure of the school buildings. You know, quite simply, there's it's really hard. Look, I, and it's not something that I want to or will worry about. That's just not my purpose. But if it's your purpose, go for it. But anyways, you know, this brings us to the issue of grading. Grades is something that I get, you know, you need to have a measure of how students are performing in a class. However, it seems that these grades don't help learning. And when I say it seems like there's research on it, it just, it doesn't work. Uh, it makes students stress to the point of literal sickness. It doesn't actually provide students motivation. There's studies on that. Uh, it creates comparison and people thinking and feeling that they're not enough. Grades are a huge roadblock to learning. And the point of school is to educate. Uh, this is an issue that really, really sucks because we do want to let students know how they're doing, but how we do that without creating comparison, and at some point, uh, I'll research and talk about motivation, but to be a bit grim, I don't think that you can prevent comparison. It just, it may not be possible, um, which brings me to an issue with school that can't be fixed with school, you know, if you know what I'm saying. I think society and culture itself, and saying that sentence makes me cringe so hard. Ugh. Anyways, look, I think that society and culture itself have this view on school that's rapidly evolving and becoming more and more toxic with time. I was in AP classes, so I might have a bias and warped understanding because I'm with students that generally, like, quote, care about school, end quote. And so... Again, generally, some people take AP classes and they don't care because they're just either smart or because the class was easy. But yeah, anyways, I might be biased. In my school, though, uh, the study until you're sick, like literally sick, can't come to school because you studied so hard you're sick. That happened for more than one person I know in my school. Uh, these kids were so highly competitive that they removed a GPA ranking system that we had in place in years before. These kids legitimately would get a B and would think they'd be homeless. It was depressing to watch sometimes. And honestly, many of them were extremely, extremely intelligent, which probably, and with probably one or two people I know that are genuine geniuses, like geniuses. And we can talk about those kinds of beings another day because I've been thinking about these genius types and, and there's something else. But, you know, us humans, we wouldn't understand. But yeah, the view of school of every single assignment being intimately tied to the outcome of your life is horrible. Here's the thing, kids. You can fail a test. You'll be all right. You can fail a class. You'll be all right. You'll get into college. You will get a job. You will live a life. Coming back to grades, although we want to teach kids failure is great, grades prevent you from seeing that failure is good. They discourage you from 
from failing and make it seem pretty horrible to fail, even with the simple din- like denotation of the lowest grade being a fail, which really you know turns you off from the idea. Uh, anyways, it's obvious that grades suck because they don't achieve what they intend to do. Moreover, they hinder the entire system's ability to do what it's intending to do. Uh, I don't know how to fix it. The way culture is shifting in schools is really, really, really gross. Yeah, I just don't like uh, the way that culture is going for schools, especially, you know, with what I saw for my grade, just them only. It's just so sucky. It's so, uh, so sad to, to see all this highly competitive bullcrap. Like, can't you just not talk about school? Why do you have to check your grades every three seconds? Like, put it down, chill the F out, and live for a minute. Like, again, the fun part about high school, the fun part about school, if you're in middle school, you're going through God knows what, okay? Middle school is a dark age. No one likes middle school. But in high school, like, friends just be with your effing homies and can you be with your friends without mentioning a class or talking about your grades i mean, maybe not without mentioning a class obviously if you're in high school that's eight hours of your life that's half of your life or half of your day every single day for five days a week um so, you know, when you're with your friends that are also in the same school, you're probably going to talk about school. That makes sense. But to talk about your grades and how everyone's doing and F and all of that, like chill the F out. Like crap, man. I, it's just God, especially for me. Like I didn't look at, I looked at my grades once every like three or four months. <laughs> I just didn't look at them. Not because I was scared. I just, I didn't care whatever, dude. Like I see, you know, the papers get handed back to me has a grade on it, like, okay, cool, I generally know how I'm doing, but, like, I didn't look at my grades, and then every time someone's like, well, how'd you do on this, how'd you do on that, how'd you do, I don't effing know, and I don't really care, to be honest with you, I took it, whatever, it's over, GG, but everyone has to know, everyone has to see everything, I was a really weird kid, I had no embarrassment and shame, isn't really something that goes on in my head, so, I, uh, you know, I would generally, if I was failing a class, and I, and again, a B is failing, I'm brown, so uh, if I was, you know, if I had a B or something in a class, I would be like, I'm, I'm failing the class, lol, and people would look at me and be like, why don't you effing care, or when I failed a math test, people would look at me and say, you know, why don't you effing care, how, do, how can you be so effing calm, why do you care, I don't get it, like, what the frick, it's, it doesn't matter, that's why, uh, whatever, you know, humans. Anyways, next topic here, uh, listening to the heart versus the brain. Which one should you listen to? Uh, I hate referring to the heart as its own cognizant thing, but we know what I'm talking about, right? The visceral lizard brain and the cool evolved brand new neocortex, neo meaning new, is the brain that we're referring to. Now, if your brain and your heart are telling you different things, you either need to listen to your brain or you need to fix your brain. They shouldn't be saying different things very often. Your brain should give you a pragmatic plan on carrying out the wishes of your quote heart, end quote. Uh, So many people, and by so many people, I mean every movie ever says that you should follow your heart and take that chance and take that shot. There are two different ways your brain will react to the wishes of your heart. Either it says, hey man, 
That's a horrible idea. You don't actually want to do that. In which case, you should listen to your brain. If someone offers you a drug, your heart probably says, yeah, baby, rebellion. I'm going to go against my parents' wishes and become a drug addict. Your brain probably says, hey, man, you're going to effing die. Uh, In this case, listen to your brain. Don't be stupid. Listen to your brain. Okay? Okay. Don't do drugs, kids. The second option is that your brain says, hey man, you can't do this. You suck. You're garbage and it's not going to work out because you're stupid. If your brain says this, your brain is broken. Fix it. All right. If you want to do something, your brain shouldn't tell you that you're not enough, except in certain circumstances where you legitimately can't do it. And your brain is being non-judgmental when it calls you stupid. There's a chance that you're actually stupid. Let's not rule that out. I know everyone likes to say no one's dumb. Everyone can do anything. This isn't true. If you're dumb, you're dumb. That's fine. That's There's no judgment. But if you're stupid, you're stupid. Let's just face the facts, okay? Anyways, that's a rant for another day. Um, but yeah, if your brain is giving you stupid judgments about how you suck, fix it. Your brain should be devising a plan to make your wishes happen and come true, not telling you you're garbage. Your heart and your brain should be running together. If they're not, your body is going to die because the cerebellum of your brain controls your heartbeat. And that's how you correctly refer to a heart when you talk. Okay, stop saying that emotions are connected to the heart. I don't know where that ever came from. But that is what is stupid. Okay, that's a dumb idea. I don't like it. Everyone with their, oh, well, well, you don't have a heart. I have a beating heart. Okay, just because I'm not emotional doesn't mean I'm heartless. That just means my limbic system doesn't work. All right, it's a limbic system. Don't say heart, say limbic system. Okay, that's where your effing emotions come from. All right. Anyways. Yeah, maybe one day I can give you the two minute talk about are humans emotional or logical creatures. And uh, honestly, I could have answered it right there, but I don't want to. So haha. Anyways, uh, I'll share uh, at the end here, uh, my funny story at that graduation party. Um, I talk to people, I I talk to a lot of people, I do it a lot. Uh, I'm pretty all right at it. I run a podcast, I'm talking to you right now. And even though I go into conversations with the thought, you know, sometimes I go into conversations thinking, man, I'm not exactly sure what I'll say. And that's the anxiety a lot of people have. I don't really have anxiety, but it's like, man, I don't know what I'm going to say all the time. But for some reason, I always manage to find something to say. I talk a lot uh, and I'm afraid of silence. Uh, So I want someone, myself or the other party to be talking. Silence and me just don't go together. Okay. I don't know why. Maybe I'm traumatized. Who knows? But the the whole sit with someone and no one talks. I know that it's good sometimes to do that. But I can't do that. I just think that the other person hates me and wants to leave, in which case it's like, well, what the frick am I doing? This is a waste of time just sitting with this person. Who the frick is that going to help? Literally no one, dude. That is useless. Anyways, we can talk about my problems later. I talked about my grading trauma earlier. So we'll leave the next therapy session for a different episode. (laughs) Jeez. Anyways, yeah, I don't like silence. I talk a lot. And I talk to a lot of people talk to strangers, pretty extroverted, as the kids would call it these days. 
but yeah, at the graduation, uh, at the graduation party, my graduating cousin invited some of their friends, and one of them had a birthday close to mine, and my cousin thought I could talk to them because again, I'm generally really good at talking. If you really take the quote, it's only awkward if you make it awkward, end quote, thought and run with it. Conversations are actually pretty smooth. I've talked to a lot of people, you get the point. Uh, but my other cousins uh, thought so little of me that they told me not to go anywhere near the graduates. I would say something to embarrass someone, myself or them. And they told me to walk away and talk to someone that someone else that was also at the graduation party that was just vibing over there looking at a lake and I was like ah you know I'm fine sure and and I really really liked talking to talking to them I he was he was vibing at the lake by himself and it was like ah whatever if he's chilling by his lonesome I'll go you know speak to him and I really really loved talking to him he was a homie and he again loved loved talking to him it was a great conversation but yeah, even with the best academic performance, I'm an embarrassment. Yep, uh, I, I don't know if that was a funny story or a sad one, but I'm laughing. So feel free to laugh with me. It's absolutely hilarious. I'm an embarrassment to my family. It's really great. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> uh, I wonder if they would feel bad if they listened to this. Probably not, but and they shouldn't either. I don't effing care, whatever. Um, but yeah... I really enjoyed talking at you again. I am working on that sleep research nearly every single day, putting the time in, working on it, grinding, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I really need to get it finished for myself so I can research more new stuff. Uh, we both want the same thing. That's always great. I've also been on a true crime uh, rampage. I've been listening to so much true crime stuff. It's so interesting and so cool. But some like I get skittish when I listen to it. So I was listening to a, a true crime podcast at work yesterday. And um, I was cleaning a bathroom. And these are small enclosed spaces. And so then someone opens the door. And I just like spaz the f out i don't like scream or yell or anything but like my body just like effing spazzes out holy crap dude i wonder if they saw it but like it was it was <laughs> my heart just like died it was hilarious uh if they saw it that was like, crap man i just had like a, a mini aneurysm it was so so bad and then i switched off the true crime podcast instead <laughs> until i started cleaning like open spaces with other people in it but yeah uh <laughs> crap man that was so funny uh anyways thank you for listening to this episode of seriously funny i enjoyed writing and recording i don't like editing and posting as much but i will do that right after i press uh, done finish recording whatever i press here oh also i'll probably be opening up a fiverr for editing essays if you're writing non-fiction works preferably smaller ones like two to four pages i will get back to you when or if i open up that fiverr uh, so if you want to pay me to edit your essays, because I've edited a lot of them, I'm pretty okay at it. It would be rhetorical editing. Uh, gra grammatical editing isn't my forte. There will be some grammatical editing because that's necessary, but it'll, uh, for the most part, be rhetorical. And sometimes there'll be a comma where there shouldn't be, but it sounds good, it looks good, feels good. And so anyways, uh, if I do the Fiverr thing, it'll be on that in the description or something. I don't know how the thing actually works, so we have to figure that out. But yeah, thanks again for listening to this. Uh, give it a five star wherever you're listening. Much love. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. I'll see you the next. Peace.